guys, and welcome to the podcast, A Walk with Friends. This is me, your host, Marcella, and we are jumping in to Acts chapter 14. So here we go. Let's jump in. Acts chapter 14. The same thing happened in Iconium. Paul and Barnabas went to the Jewish synagogue and preached with such power that a great number of both Jews and Greeks became believers. Some of the Jews, however, spurned God's message and poisoned the minds of the Gentiles against Paul and Barnabas. But the apostles stayed there a long time, preaching boldly about the grace of the Lord. And the Lord proved their message was true by giving them power to do miraculous signs and wonders. But the people of the town were divided in their opinion about them. Some sided with the Jews, and some with the apostles. Then a mob of Gentiles and Jews, along with their leaders, decided to attack and stone them. When the apostles learned of it, they fled to the region of Lyconia, to the towns of Lystra and Derbe and the surrounding area, and there they preached the good news. While they were at Lystra, Paul and Barnabas came upon a man with crippled feet. He had been that way from birth, so he had never walked. He was sitting and listening as Paul preached. Looking straight at him, Paul realized he had faith to be healed. So Paul called to him in a loud voice, Stand up! And the man jumped to his feet and started walking. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted in their local dialect, These men are gods in human form! They decided that Barnabas was the Greek god Zeus, and that Paul was Hermes, since he was the chief speaker. Now the temple of Zeus was located just outside the town. So the priest of the temple and the crowd brought bulls and wreaths and flowers to the town gates, and they prepared to offer sacrifices to the apostles. But when the apostles, Barnabas and Paul, heard what was happening, they tore their clothing in dismay and ran out among the people shouting, Friends, why are you doing this? We are merely human beings just like you. We have come to bring you the good news that you should turn from these worthless things and turn to the living God who made heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. In the past, he permitted all the nations to go their own ways, but he never left them without evidence of himself and his goodness. For instance, he sends you rain and good crops and gives you food and joyful hearts. But even with these words, Paul and Barnabas could scarcely restrain the people from sacrificing to them. Then, some Jews arrived from Antioch and Iconium and won the crowd to their side. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of the town, thinking he was dead. But as the believers gathered around him, he got up and went back into the town. The next day, he left with Barnabas for Derby. After preaching the good news in Derby and making many disciples, Paul and Barnabas returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch of Pisidia, 
where they strengthened the believers. They encouraged them to continue in the faith, reminding them that we must suffer many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Paul and Barnabas also appointed elders in every church with prayer and fasting. They turned the elders over to the care of the Lord, in whom they had put their trust. Then they traveled back through Pisidia to Pamphylia. They preached the word in Perga, then went down to Atalia. Finally, they returned by ship to Antioch of Syria, where their journey had begun. The believers there had entrusted them to the grace of God to do the work they had now completed. Upon arriving in Antioch, they called the church together and reported everything God had done through them and how they had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles too. And they stayed there with the believers for a long time. Life Application and Commentary In chapter 14, verse 11 and 12, when the crowd had seen what Paul had done, they shouted in their local dialect, these men are gods in human form. They thought that Paul and Barnabas were Zeus and Hermes, also known as Jupiter and Mercury. They were two popular gods in the Roman world. People from Lystra claimed that these gods had once visited their city. According to legend, no one had offered them hospitality except an old couple, so Zeus and Hermes had killed the rest of the people and rewarded the old couple. When the cities of Lystra saw the miracles of Paul and Barnabas, they assumed the gods were revisiting them. Remembering the story of what had happened to the previous city and citizens, they immediately honored Paul and Barnabas and showered them with gifts. Only days after the people in Lystra had thought that Paul and Barnabas were gods and wanted to offer sacrifices to them, they stoned Paul and left him for dead. That can be human nature. Jesus understands how fickle crowds can be. When many people approve of us, we feel good, but that should never cloud our thinking or affect our decisions. We should not live to please the crowd, especially in our spiritual lives. Be like Jesus. Know the nature of the crowd and don't put your trust in it. Put your trust in God alone. Paul and Barnabas were persistent in their preaching of the good news, considering the cost to themselves to be nothing in comparison with obedience to Christ. They had just narrowly escaped being stoned in Iconium. But Jews from Antioch and Iconium tracked Paul down, stoned him and left him for dead. But Paul gets back up and goes back into the city to preach the good news. That is commitment. Being a disciple of Christ calls for total commitment. And as Christians, we no longer belong to ourselves, but to our Lord, for whom we are called to suffer. In verse 21 and 22, Paul and Barnabas returned to visit the believers in all the cities where they had recently been threatened and physically attacked. These men knew the dangers they faced, yet they believed that they had a responsibility to encourage new believers. No matter how inconvenient or uncomfortable the task may seem, we must always support new believers who need our help and encouragement. It was not convenient or comfortable for Jesus to go to the cross for us. And part of the reason that Paul and Barnabas risked their lives to return to these cities was to organize the church's leadership. 
They were not just following up on a loosely knit group. They were helping the believers get organized with spiritual leaders who could help them grow. Churches grow under spirit-led leaders, both laypersons and pastors. Pray for your church leaders and support them. And if God puts his finger on you, humbly accept the responsibility of leadership in your church. The question of whether Gentile believers should obey the law of Moses in order to be saved was extremely critical at this point in Christianity's history and could have potentially split the early church if not handled carefully. The controversy had intensified with the success of the new Gentile churches. The Judaizers in the Jerusalem church were led by converted Pharisees who preferred a legalistic religion to one based on faith alone. If Judaizers had won, the Gentiles would have been required to be circumcised and, in effect, converted to Judaism. This would have confined Christianity to simply being another sect within Judaism. We may unwittingly mistake upholding tradition, structure, and legal requirements for obeying God. Make sure the gospel brings freedom and brings life, not rules and ceremonies to those that we are trying to reach. Thank you for joining me for the reading of Acts 14. I'll meet you back here tomorrow. Be blessed. Just